This is Camping Out with Zach Selby, and welcome to week three of training camp, where we are more familiar with the fifth and sixth receivers on the depth chart than we are members of our own family, and we are getting ready for the preseason opener against the Carolina Panthers. Today, we talked to two reporters on the beat, Michael Phillips from the Richmond Dimes Dispatch and freelance broadcaster Scott Jackson. Let's go take a look at what they had to say. And now with we have Scott Jackson, freelance broadcaster. Also, we'll be doing some of the post-game shows with us with, uh, with Fred Smoot. Now, Scott, we, we don't see you, out, you see you out here too much, but we do see you perusing around every now and again. So when you are out here, what are you looking forward to seeing? Well, I mean, I, you want to see, obviously, some of the guys who flash. You want to see, obviously, the main guys, too. Most importantly, obviously, with Carson Wentz being new here, you're really watching him, that process, and him getting the chemistry with his receivers. So th- those are the things. And obviously, you know, Curtis Samuel, who we haven't seen a ton of, is, it's good to see him out here playing and participating. So just, you know, a little bit mix of everything. It is overwhelming, as you know, early in the preseason before there's cuts. And then when you have double numbers, you have no names on the back of the jersey. So there's a lot of challenges early going, but, but it's fun part of the process. I'm looking forward to Saturday. So you bring in, you know, Curtis Samuel, and he's out there for the second practice in a row. That's yeah. kind of we put up, we're putting him on a watch now because it seems like he's always there for the first two, and then he misses the next one. Uh, how do you think he looked out there today? Do you? He looked good. I mean, he's moving around. I mean, that's been the encouraging thing when you've seen him out here. He does not look limited. So you just hope again he can continue, as they say, ramp him up to get him ready for for week one. And you know, it, the option, the op, the possibilities are interesting. Needless yeah. to say, with what you see with Jahan Dotson, we already know what Terry's going to bring to the table. It seems like they've got tight ends on top of tight ends, even though we might not know them because they haven't played yet. But you're watching today, Amari Rogers, number 88, it just seems to catch every ball that's thrown his way. So it's yeah. going to be interesting to see how they kind of figure out that group and that room, especially not knowing if Logan's going to be there in week one. So assuming he can, you know, I think, I would say he probably is ready for week one, Curtis Samuel is. But, I mean, you know, Rivera was talking yesterday about how, like, the motions, like, defense have to account for that. So even if he's not using, being used that much, I mean, it seems like he's going to be able to help out the offense in some form or fashion. No doubt. And if you've watched Carson Wentz throughout his career, he's very big on throwing to the tight end. And he's usually had bigger tight ends. So certainly you figure Logan's going to be part of it. Even the, the, the possibility of it, like I said, even if he's not looking at it maybe early in the season as much as he will as the season develops and his health gets better and he gets up to speed with Carson, I think you're right. It will be definitely a threat and that's something that uh, could be very beneficial to the other playmakers. Now, you mentioned Armani Rogers, and, you know, you see John Bates out there didn't really do that much today in team drills. Logan, Th- Logan Thomas still out. Uh, you know, Cole Turner, guy still out. Curtis Hyde is out. It seems like he's one of the guys who's really taking advantage of these extra reps with the depth of tight end being so thin right now. Yeah, no doubt. And again, he flashes for you. You know, like I'm, I'm, there's a lot of big tight ends too, right? You just mentioned Rodgers, Hodges. You know, Cole Turner's huge. I mean, they've all got size about them. They all run well and catch the ball. So that it is nice to see the depth there. But yeah, you'd like to have all your people back and to see how they kind of pare it down. You know, how many end up keeping on the active roster. And, and as we know, I mean, it's cool to watch the pass catching part of it. But for a lot of these guys, we about can they play special teams? Yep. Uh, and that's how they're going to make the roster and how they're going to be impactful if they're going to be impactful for this group. So you know, the preseason's coming up, and I mean, I. Don't I don't know about you. It feels like the mood sort of shifts a little bit heading into when you, games are starting to be a little bit sort of for real. Um, I mean, do you feel sort of an atmosphere change as they start to prepare for another opponent? Yeah, I like it because, look, it's only so much you can see when you're playing yourselves and these guys know each other and they kind of know what the plays are at this point and what's going on. So, And they don't want to hurt each other, right? Like, you know, you don't want to get any injury. So, I, yeah, I, I really – and I know it sounds crazy because most people, like, after the first quarter preseason are like, oh, this is so terrible, it's preseason, let's get the regular season. But it's kind of a buildup, right? Like, okay, we've seen enough at training camp. Let's see some preseason games, see some opponents out here. And then from there, obviously, you know, you're ready for the real thing. But, yeah, it's, it's all part of the process. But it does feel like the urgency ramps up a little bit when you get a game against another team. It doesn't count, but it matters. That's something that a lot of of players have said. Last one, 
We're entering into week three. Um, what's the one thing you really want to learn as we kind of get into the second half of training camp? Well, you kind of get a, a lean on the rotations, like where the starters are going to be. Because there's not, you know, I think the starters are kind of set if everybody's healthy. And we have to see that part of it first. But then kind of like who the rotational players are going to be. And obviously those back eight to ten guys that are trying to make the roster, right, to get to that final 53 is interesting. And, you know, there's always some surprise. There's always somebody we didn't account for, or some rookie that's going to flash and maybe has a much bigger role this season or, or a free agent or, you know, an undrafted free agent. We've had a lot of undrafted rookies over these last few years make the teams, which is exciting to me when you see that kind of stuff happen because you know once you're in here it really doesn't matter how you got here it's like it's about performance you're here that's all you're here that's yeah. right you got your shot next up we have michael phillips again from the richmond Don dispatch mike hi how you feeling, buddy? Heading into week three? I feel like a regular now. I really feel like you know this 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 operation here. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm part of it. I'm happy to answer your questions here. I kind of know what they'll be already. I think we got that chemistry built. I'm ready to go. All right, all right. We'll we'll go with that. Let's see how well you do know this this pod here, old Phillips. Uh, Armani Rogers, uh, with all the depth being super thin uh, at tight end, he has really stood out recently. Um, he made a really couple of really nice catches today. Uh, I mean, I think we're all waiting on Logan Thomas to see what he does, whether he comes off the pup list or not, but. He's the guy that really stood out to you, right? I did not have Armani Rogers getting snaps with the ones on my training camp. Here we are. Knock that off your bingo card now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, week three, no less. Uh, it, it, look, it's a bad situation with the injuries. I mean, it was good to see John Bates back a little bit today. Um, but I've loved Cole Turner in camp. He's done great. Gets injured, you know, creates that opportunity. Uh, and then Curtis Hodges, who I like as a, a future guy, long-term potential guy also hurt today. Um, so, you know, with that comes the opportunity. Armani took advantage of it, had a very nice catch from the ones, from Carson Wentz, as you mentioned. Uh, so certainly good to see guys take advantage of their opportunities. And, uh, you know, it, Samus Reyes is another guy, you know, can, can he step up and excel here with this, this window of time where it looks like, you know, guys are going to be able to get some reps. Well, you know, you speak of guys who were on the side field, you know, Hodges and and and, uh, and, and Thomas. Um, Good unit over there. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. They, you probably would be winning in terms of, like, the side field <laughs> crew there. Uh, but, you know, Hodges has, whenever he's out there, he's kind of stood out too, right? Well, he does stand out. He's 6'8". Yeah. Absolutely. Well, well, all the other tight ends are really big too. I know. Cole Turner's 6'6". It's a great room. It's a really uh, – I mean, it's a tall room. Gives Carson Wentz those big targets he wants. This is a great example, though, of the front office helping out the team. You know Carson Wentz likes throwing to tight ends. You know he likes tall targets. Go get the guys some tall tight ends. And we got two really good ones here, Curtis Hodges and Cole Turner. I love it. I love the play. Now, look. Logan Thomas is the starter. He's he's taken all the catches when he gets Shocker. back. Shocker. He's the, he's the guy. But in the interim, you love what they've done there with, with bringing in a couple tall young targets for Carson Wentz. Well, a guy who was back on the field, John Bates, uh, you know, he wasn't doing too much out there, but he was out there for individual drills, a little bit of team drills here and there. Is he another place in the, the ramp-up phase that we're seeing a lot with players? Yeah. You know, and he's going to be a crucial element here because, one, he, he's, a, he's a big blocker, but, two, he came along as a pass catcher late in the season. He did a very nice job of that. And, you know, I, I mean, he may have been the rookie of the year last year for the team. I, you know, Sam Cosme had a nice year, obviously. Cameron Cheeseman came in with the best name, obviously. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. For my money, John Bates might have been your rookie of the year last year. Comes back, takes even more strides forward. I like where we're headed. How deep do you want to get into the roster here? Like, in terms of like, this next question. <laughs> it's, 
Is it, is this Stump Phillips? I think may, I, maybe, maybe. I think you could, because so every once in a while, it's like you know this guy got cut, and it's like, oh, I didn't remember him being Cy. Like especially like late season, like we have yeah. the like here Tuesday gone Friday guys. Like I missed him being signed, so I, I guess I didn't. It's like the the Simpsons clip, walking in the door and walking out of the door. Uh, so go, go ahead, bring it on. Let's what go. do you think about these these uh, three new players we haven't seen? So that's that signed recently on on Sunday. We have Nate, Jerry, uh, Stephen Parker made a couple plays there today. Have, do you know anything about those guys? Have you kind of done some deep research yet? Nate Jerry's my only headliner of the group because of the need at linebacker, obviously, because yep. you would think he's got the quickest path to playing time. Hasn't really had significant NFL snaps in two years, but, hey, we've seen guys. I'd shoot Mark and Michelle. He's showing out as a wide yep. receiver this year. Hasn't, you know, really hasn't meaningful NFL snaps in six years. You're like, mm -hmm. it happens. Guys can bounce back. Guys can have that late career spike. He's the guy I want to be watching this week at practice. But didn't see a lot today. That's all right. Stay one. Yeah. We yeah. got time. Last one for you is I think, you know, Jerry, Patterson, Dax, Dax Mill were a couple like you know last year stars of training camp. You know who made the roster at the, at the end of the at the end of training camp. Yeah. Who are a couple players here that could be this year's Dax Mill or Jared Patterson? Yeah, uh, Mark and Michelle, who I just mentioned, yeah. I, I oh, think yeah. is having a very nice camp. Um, you, if this tight end situation plays out, maybe Curtis Hodges does get a look. I think mm -hmm. that would be fascinating to see down the line. Um, you know, one guy I'm watching the other way is Kalik Hudson at linebacker. Okay. You're still yeah. waiting for him to find right. his stride, find his spot. I don't know if he's been able to do that yet through three years. So he's potential on the other side of the line is, you know, maybe a, a, a surprise the other way. Um, Alex Erickson. Uh, okay. You need, right. you need a returner? Yeah. Uh, unless I'm missing something, they don't have any returners on this roster. So uh, you're going to need to field one in week one. It's, yeah. it's a good spot to be in if you're him. The, the, the punt returner battle is one that I've been keeping an eye on <laughs> diligently over the past few weeks. Please come back for a seven-hour podcast on the punt returner battle uh, later tonight. You heard it for, for here first. Next week, we're going to be at it with Michael Phillips. <laughs> all right, man, let's get back in this tent before we dive heat again. All right, let's do it. All right, man. That's all we have for you today, but be sure to check out your daily command center camp coverage every weekday on the Commander's YouTube channel. I'm going to go back to my tent because I basically live here like everybody else, and I will see you tomorrow.